good afternoon. As you know, we have five clinics operating across Metropolitan Adelaide. We are testing for COVID-19. Up until the end of today, uh, 600 South Australians have been tested at these clinics. We now have our first positive tests back from those clinics. I'll ask Associate Professor Spurio to give us an update. Thank you. So just to let people know that we do have two new cases of COVID-19 in South Australia. And we, there is a, um, a gentleman in his 60s and a gentleman in his 70s who has uh, tested positive. Uh, they um, had presented to the Royal Adelaide um, Clinic, the COVID-19 clinic, and had the tests taken yesterday. And we had the result very uh, promptly back to us and I was informed about this um, earlier this afternoon. Um, so uh, both uh, people are in a stable condition but are being taken to one of our metropolitan hospitals for an assessment and for isolation. And I don't have very much more detail at this stage. Can you tell us what hospitals? So it's likely to be the Royal Adelaide Hospital because we are um, trying to keep our facilities um, specific uh, for COVID-19 um, and those arrangements are being made at, at this uh, present time. Did, did, you, you, say that both them, did you say that both of them presented pre-existing conditions? Uh, sorry, could I just have did one you say question? That, did you say that both of the men presented to the RA clinic yesterday? Yes, so um, my information is that they both um, presented because they'd had overseas travel and that they had symptoms consistent with COVID-19. The test was taken um, at that clinic and we had the result back very promptly within 24 hours. Where have they been? So one of the gentlemen has travelled to Southeast Asia. I don't have the details um, of the dates or the plane at this time, but we'll be sharing that with the public as soon as we have that available. The other gentleman had travelled to Austria and to Italy and then back to Australia. And again, once I have the details of the flights, these will be shared with the public. When did they come back to, sorry, Harvey, when did they come back to South Australia, Dr. Spurrier? So I don't have those details yet. Um, we're following our standard public health protocol and uh, both of these people um, have very recently been interviewed and my team are piecing those details together. So once we have that information, um, I'll be very happy to update you likely tomorrow morning. So I don't know exactly where these guys have been in the community since they arrived? No, I don't have any of those details. Do they have any pre-existing conditions and, and what is their, their current stage? What are their symptoms? I don't have those details. Um, hopefully uh, both are, are healthy, um, but all I have at the moment are, are their ages um, and that, that we know that they're positive and they're likely to both be admitted to the Royal Adelaide. How are the exact ages of them? Sorry, you said 60s and 70s. What are their exact ages? So what we're trying to do by just giving you an approximate age is just trying to maintain privacy for the patients that we are admitting. There's no reason from a public health perspective to let people know anything more than those sorts of details. Given you've got these uh, clinics going, oh, sorry, I'll come back to you um, Dr. Spurrier, we've had reports that some patients are being uh, refused entry into GP clinics um, be, because the GP clinics say that um, even though they don't have travel concerns, they are feeling unwell and there are concerns they might have coronavirus but yet are not seeing them. What is your public? statement in regards to that for the public and to the GPs that might be watching or reading us later. So GPs are an extremely important part of our medical workforce. They're the first point of care for many of our patients and it's very important that they are supported. 
I know that some GPs don't have a setup that makes it possible to test patients in their own rooms because they don't have a separate room that they can do the testing and isolate people in the waiting room. I'm also aware that sometimes GPs um, have not been able to access the right um, uh, PPE or personal protective equipment, particularly masks. Now, I'm very pleased that the Commonwealth has announced uh, this morning, I believe, that they will be funding some uh, uh, very special um, GP-run clinics across all of Australia, and we're re very much looking forward to having this sort of facilities and support in South Australia. Where, in, where exactly in Southeast Asia has that man travelled? I haven't got those details, but as soon as I have those flight detail details, I will let you know. Also, we are chasing the manifest. Now, we need to go through the Commonwealth to get that, but uh, the, the speed of which that is happening um, has been improving. Um, of course, it's very important for us to have the manifest because we're particularly interested in contacting people that sat two rows ahead and two rows behind and to either side of these people because those are the people that we consider a close contact. Yeah. So it's important for us to get the manifest, but we will be letting you know publicly when I have the flight details. Is there any suggestion that they call it domestic flights or is it all both international flights? I, I'm sorry, I don't have that at this time. Why is it taking so long to get the manifest? Is that something that disappoints you as our Chief Public Health Officer? It, it is better if we can have the manifest as quickly as possible because the time between knowing that we have a case contacting any uh, close contacts and having those people uh, in an isolation or quarantine um, is very important. The, the, the quicker that is, the more chance we have of not letting the disease spread more widely in the community. Are they both South Australian residents? Sorry, just one Are they question. both South Australian residents? And also, what about the people they travelled with? So I don't know whether they are South Australian or Australian residents. Um, from 6pm tonight, there are going to be travel bans in place for people uh, return, uh, coming from Italy. Um, but obviously, the gentleman that's come from Italy may or may not be a resident. I don't, just don't have that information. Given the demand on testing at the moment, how are we going with SA pathology um, wait times? Does any blow out to, to how long testing is taking at the moment? Look, I think the fact that we've managed to get the test done and turned around in 24 hours, and that includes not only having the test taken, getting it to the lab, and then uh, having it processed, and the result not only um, being done but coming back to me is testament that we really do have a very good system in place in South Australia. Can you just confirm the four existing cases? Are, they, are those people still in hospital? Yes, so we still have four people in hospital. Um, the mother and her baby up at Flinders, they're stable. Uh, we've also got um, the 58-year-old gentleman in the Royal Adelaide and a 24-year-old woman. Both are stable. Do you have locations uh, where these elderly gentlemen are from? And apologies if you've said that already. Yes, yeah, so um, uh, I don't have those details, but also unless it's of relevance in terms of our public health investigation, we will not be making these public. Are they metropolitan or country? Uh, I don't have that information at the moment, sorry. Do you know how many people are still waiting on tests? Um, I don't have that, but that's something we can easily get for you after the press conference. Can you tell us what airline they were travelling back on? I don't have that, but sure. as soon as I've got the airline and the flight details, we'll be letting you know. Dr Spiria, is there anything that you'd like to say or reiterate to the public, um, given the fact two new cases, lots of people testing, there's confusion amongst GP clinics, confusion in the public. Is there anything you wish to say to reiterate your message to the public tonight? 
Thank you. I'd just like to tell people if they have had any recent overseas travel and they develop respiratory symptoms within 14 days of that travel to please get themselves tested. I know that it may be difficult getting into your usual GP and I know that there's possibly uh, has been a line up at some of our clinics but we now have four clinics open in Metropolitan Adelaide um, at the Royal Adelaide, up at Flinders, Lyle McEwen and this morning the Women's and Children's Hospital open. So it, it, please take the opportunity to get tested. If you do develop symptoms, try and stay away from other people until you can get the test done. Stay isolated, get the test done, and please stay isolated until the result comes back. Are these, the, sorry, just to confirm, these are the first cases confirmed at the testing clinic? Yes, so these are the first two um, that we've um, had tested. So there's an awful lot of people um, having been tested. We've had, I think, 600 people through since they have uh, first opened up. And of course, we've got the repat as a drive drive-through facility as well now. Is there advice change at all when it comes to large crowds and events? Um, we are certainly looking at public gatherings because this is an intervention that in the future we may need to be um, you know, making decisions about whether these large public events do um, continue. At the moment, all of the cases in South Australia have had a travel history and people need to be very assured that as soon as we have a positive, we um, have been very successful in having those people isolate themselves so that the um, infection doesn't spread. Doc, I'm sorry. Of those 600 people that have presented to the clinics, how many do you think actually needed to be checked? I mean, are you warning against panic? So what we um, would prefer not to happen is that people who haven't travelled um, but are unwell come to the clinics. We would much prefer that they use their usual health provider at this time because we haven't got any community transmission in South Australia. Also, there's many people that are becoming worried about this and want some more information. There is a national hotline, and so if people um, are just worried, they might be worried about a member of their family, please ring this national hotline to, to get advice rather than um, coming into the clinic. Is that 600 at the RA or 600 cases? At right, right across. Right across, yes. And when you mentioned they were going to be transferred to a metropolitan hospital, aren't they at the RA now? What are they? So I've been given this information very recently. The first step is to take an interview um, with those particular um, cases and then, um, you know, in a timely way, we will have them transferred to um, most likely the Royal Adelaide Hospital. Uh, Minister, can I just ask you, um, we're having lots of people tested, 600 people, SA Pathology is operating all of these testings. I understand what you said yesterday about the processes of privatising SA pathology is still in train. Uh, is this forcing you to have a rethink about your plans to privatise SA pathology given the huge demand that is now being placed on it? I want to pay tribute to the SA pathology team and not only have they uh, delivered uh, 5,500 tests to people who are presented for respiratory conditions not specifically for coronavirus, They've, uh, they've rolled out the domiciliary nursing service. Uh, they've, they've got the, uh, te the technology into South Australia very quickly. Uh, so SA Pathology has done an extraordinary job alongside other key elements of the SA Health team. Uh, they've also made significant progress on their reform program. And what we've seen in their reform program is not only have they, have they delivered significant savings, significant efficiencies, but they've also uh, not only maintained, but also improved their, their treatment um, outcomes, their treatment times. Sure. Let me say that again. 
not only have they delivered efficiencies, but they've also maintained or even improved service levels. Uh, for example, I spoke to, to, to SA Pathology yesterday, and I'm assured that the treatment, uh, the turnaround times for other tests other than coronavirus are, are stable through this period. So they're continuing to deliver business as usual services to South Australians, and also stepping up with an extraordinary response to the COVID-19. Thanks very much for your response. Is there a rethink about privatisation? Well, what this government has always said is that we want, we want to drive reform, to reform that, that delivers better, high-quality services in a value-for-money way. Uh, that, that process will continue. Could I just get your response to the detections um, in the clinics, the two recent cases? I suppose this is what they've been designed for, but I mean... Do you, do you expect to get more? Just a comment on that, if you could. Oh, we, we certainly expect we'll get more cases in South Australia. Um, we've seen a number of cases interstate uh, in recent days. Uh, we, we enjoyed a, a five-day hiatus between confirmed cases, uh, but we, could, we should be in no doubt we will have more cases in South Australia. Our challenge is to contain. We've got a, a highly qualified uh, public health team which has done an extraordinary job uh, and a tireless effort to keep... South Australians safe. I'd urge South Australians to, to take the advice of, of um, Professor, Social Professor Spurrier uh, in relation to the 600 tests. Uh, people are triaged when they arrive, so uh, if they're found not to have uh, criteria that would indicate they need to have tests, they may well be, be asked to, to, go, to go elsewhere. We need to make sure that we target our resources on those that are, uh, are seen at significant risk. Thank you.